Next up, Russ in Georgia wants to build a deck over a pond, which I'm not so sure is the best idea. Tom may feel otherwise. Russ, what's going on? Hey, how are you doing? Good. Tell us about this deck. Yeah, I've got about a two-acre pond. I'd just like to look into see if there's any information on building a deck. or a, a, I don't really want it over the pond. I'd just like to have access, maybe hook up a little rowboat or something like that or a little paddle boat. It's called a dock. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. Yeah, we know what you mean. All right. Well, so, if it's a dock, it's a great idea. Yeah, if it's a deck, Leslie thinks it's a bad idea. <laughs> but if it's a dock, it's okay. Well, you know, the um, when you when you build docks, um, typically there's two ways to do them. You can do them so they float. Right. Or you could do them so that they have pilings that they're attached to. Now, clearly the best and the most permanent way to do it is with pilings. But to install pilings, you need to have a pile driver, which is a very expensive piece of equipment. Um, right. You know, it's possible that you could do do it yourself, so to speak, but you're not going to get a very permanent dock that way. Right. Now, if this, you know, the other thing that you could think about doing is, is simply building a deck at the edge of the pond so that you could sit there and enjoy yourselves, but it wouldn't serve the same purpose as having a dock. Right. Okay. That's kind of what I had in mind. just didn't know if there's any websites that you know about or publications I could do a little research on myself. Well, the only thing that you need to sort of think about, especially if you're going to use a deck, a dock, sorry, now you've got me confused, with the pylons, is that you want to make sure that in the event of a rise in tide, I don't know if your pond sort of has any sort of changes over the day and level, you want to make sure that the, the dock itself is on rollers on a lower platform. So as the water does rise and recede, it will move with it and allow you accessibility to the dock itself. And you're not in a freezing area, but if you're keeping a dock in an area that freezes, what happens when the water freezes, it pushes up under that dock from underneath as the water expands with the ice. And so sometimes can crack and break those things. So something you want to think about also, which we have, is it's almost like a little remote heater that we keep in the water, and it'll kick on when it gets really, really cold and keep the area around the pylons and around that dock itself loose and warm so that it doesn't freeze and doesn't break. And it's a small investment to make considering a lot of damage could occur, and we see it happen every season at the beach. Well, I appreciate your information. You're welcome, Rust. Thanks so much for calling us about your dock. At one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus twenty four seven customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.